Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram, at Hardens and Hardhats. And I'm Noah, two co-hosts, who is bilingual. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show, Monk, right here each week. And we're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So, me and Candace have our junk food here. We... We did good, I think. I think this is a pretty Are, are we going to do it now, or are we going to do it in junk time? Well, I'm really hungry. I am too. So let's tell the I people what we got. We got... Well, they can't see you. you got to say it. Are you... And that's what we got. <laughs> we have a hot dog, but it's... What is it called? A coney? It is a foot-long chili cheese coney. They oh did give us a gosh. fork. And they split it in half. Look. There's two buns. That is not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> they gave us two forks, too? How'd they know we were going to share this? This is super weird. Yeah, what the crap? You've gotten one of these before, right? Mm, or, no. Oh, almost. I've had a real almost one before from the hot dog. New York, but that, I haven't had a Sonic one. Oh, don't talk about my junk time questions, <laughs> Noah. Golly. Okay, let's try. This is from Sonic. Mm-hmm. I also have some root beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was we slept by themselves. All right, that was pretty good. Um, also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen seasons one and two, and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's, Here's what happened. This is Mr. Monk Fight City Hall, Season 7, Episode 16. Here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see a construction crew ready to demolish a parking garage in order to make way for a new park. We then see Mr. Monk has changed himself up inside, as it is the garage that Trudy had died in. His protests are quickly acknowledged and even work when a councilwoman, Eileen Hill, sympathizes with Monk and suggests that another vote be taken on the demolition. However, before a revote can take place, Eileen comes up missing. Monk, desperate to secure her vote, takes it upon himself to solve her disappearance. The investigation starts with the last person to see her alive, Paul Crawford, a journalist who had an appointment with her that morning. He diverts the blame to the disgruntled hot dog czar, but when that comes up empty, Eileen's terribly inept pregnant assistant, Maria, suggests they search her secret apartment. There, Monk and Natalie find a pregnancy test and the plot thickens. We then see Eileen's body washed up at the same pier where a German couple had been murdered only days prior. We also learned that Eileen wasn't pregnant after all, not even close. As for the council meeting, Monk gets to use Eileen's personal diary to secure a vote in his favor. While celebrating his victory, he notices the journalist Paul Crawford is wearing the same brand of necktie used to strangle Eileen. Monk puts it all together. Eileen was Paul's mistress and she had tricked him into thinking she was pregnant, so he would leave his wife. The biggest evidence of this was the idiot assistant, Maria. Eileen had needed a home pregnancy test to convince Paul, so she hired Maria for her pee. <laughs> the plan backfired when instead, Paul panicked, killed Eileen, and while doing so, killed the German couple that spotted him as well. Of course, Monk solves the case, but does not win the final vote. The Trudy Monk Memorial Park is underway. All right, that was Mr. Monk Fights City Hall. Whew. Candace, what did you like about this episode? <laughs> okay, the very first scene, the whole scene was actually really good. You see Monk is chained up, so you're like, oh no, like this is where Trudy oh, yeah. died. And then he, they're like, hey, what the heck is going on here? And I guess, I don't remember what the order is, but I guess Natalie shows up. At some point, and Monk is like, hell no, we won't go. Oh, hell, yeah. Natalie, come on. Hell no. we Natalie, you have to say we or else it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was, it was funny. But yeah, the whole first scene, you're probably going to say this, but the councilwoman? Did you? The yeah. councilwoman? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to say it? Um, I thought she was a nice city hall lady, and she understands what Monk was going through, and lets the council have a revote. Yeah. She was super nice. I thought she was boss, like totally. Yeah. 
She was like, excuse me, gentlemen, yeah. I'm talking to this man here, and I think we need a revote. I thought she was really nice. Yeah. And then she said, you know, it's not like a final, final vote. We need, we can have like a confirmation vote or something. And Monk's like, yeah, yeah, it's called a confirmation vote, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's really funny. But yeah, the whole the whole first scene was, was really good. My next like is, you thought the councilwoman was evil. I totally thought she was evil. You totally did. I was... You were like, oh, she was, she, she was pretty, she was too nice. You were like, oh, she's so nice. Oh my gosh, she's super nice. And I was like, yeah, she is nice. And I wrote down like, oh, I like the councilwoman. And Noah's like, yep, she's evil. She did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was close to being intuitive, but not quite <laughs> intuitive. My first like is I didn't initially take notes. I really liked, I like episodes that make me, Put down my phone and not take notes because I want to focus. And it's a fun episode. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. It was a great plot. And even better than a great plot, great execution. Sometimes it's like, oh my god, Mr. Monk goes to space. But it's like super lame. Mm. And it's well, bad execution. Like what What about this? What do you mean like, uh, what idea are you talking about? Um, I just, The idea of Monk having to save the garage and like at the end when, you know, Trudy Monk Memorial... And then it'll ties it up very well. Yeah. I see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Harold Action. Yes. He wants to know who Adrian's new therapist is. Because the last time yes. we saw him, he had the hypnotherapist mm-hmm. that he recommended to Monk. Obviously, it screwed both of them up. And so now he's like, Adrian, I need to know that this new therapist you're always bragging about. What's his name? And he's like, I'm not telling you. And he's like, oh, I don't even know how it comes up. But, um, oh, Monk just says like, okay, I'll tell you. And he's like. It's a doctor door. He's like, oh, so because you were looking at the door. His name is Dr. Door. I suppose if you were standing over there by that alarm, you would have said Dr. Bell. (laughs) And Natalie's like, and does a spit take. Oh my gosh. That was hilarious. I think that's our first Herald action we see. Uh, My next like is the assistant being stupid. I liked it because it was just so relatable. Like I wait, I, how was that relatable? It was not the fact that she was stupid. The I fact, mean, I could see how it was relatable to you, oh my gosh, but shut up. The fact, the fact that I can like relate so hard to Monk because I just genuinely hate talking to stupid people. People just that don't understand anything. Oh my god, I can't. I didn't write down anything she said. It was like that scene was so long. Like they're just like. We want to talk to her. Oh, she's not here. I don't even remember. But it's it was it's, the worst. It's it was grueling. Like watching how stupid she was because Monkey and Allie are just like, okay, so yeah. are you gonna help us? And then there's like, I remember there. Were, she says something like, "Thank God it's Friday" or something. And Natalie's like, "It's not Friday." And then she like, you see on her calendar, like on her computer, it says Monday. Like, on the top of the thing. So, it's like... It was, like, one of those jokes you had to, like, look for. Mm-hmm. But I was like... Her thing totally says Monday. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> she says somebody has a scar on their face or something. You have a scar on your face, too. And so do you. And they're like... Oh, yeah. You have a scratch on your glasses. And she's like... Hmm. Like, she just doesn't think... Like... I know you said it was relatable. But, man, she was frustrating. I mean... Th- I know people was, like that. Yeah. My freaking... Don't say. <laughs> Someone you know my... is like that. There's this teacher... Oh, and my. And she's a sub. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, it definitely was a like because all, all I put was, man, she was dumb. Like, I didn't even write anything else about her. She was so excruciatingly dumb that it was like, I can't even write all of this down. <laughs> there were so many, like, pauses of just, like, sitting there like, are you kidding me, lady? Yeah. And then she, what was the frustrating thing is she didn't think she was dumb or understand that yeah. she was dumb so she was rude because there's people who are dumb and you're like i mean they're pretty dumb but they're cute or yeah. they're you know or they're like, but they're so friendly yeah and i can't think of another character on monk like that because kevin's not dumb right i wouldn't i wouldn't consider kevin dumb randy that's true there you go i guess randy that makes sense but yeah she was she was just mean uh-huh. she was mean dumb so you're like you don't even understand how stupid you are, and I can't treat you like you're stupid because you don't get it. Yeah. And then you're rude to me. It's just yeah, no, that was that's tough to watch. Mm-hmm. But I have the hot dogs are. Ugh, that was so gross. It was so gross. But I loved all the ways that they were gross. 
So they walk up, they open the doors. Randy and Sotomar open the doors, which I thought was cool. They had them like, you know, pull the metal doors away. Mm. So it's like exposed. The hot dogs are. And then they see this guy bending down and picking up all these hot dogs that are oh, like yeah, the on the, the ground. Yeah, yeah, and they're all in like the steamed juices. And it's all on the floor. And Stottlemyre like pushes it over with his foot. And he's like, missed a couple. And the guy's like, oh, thanks. And puts him in the bucket. And then there's like people walking around like. <coughs> and then there's like some guy smoking. And he's like, what do you want me to do with these? And then the hot dog czar like checks the bag. And he's like, oh, God. These are still good. <laughs> and then they're like talking about how the, how Eileen Hill is like trying to get them to do like safety regulations. And the guy's like, yeah, she wants to wear, she wants us to wear gloves and put lids on the condiments. And she wants us to change the water every other day. <laughs> and Natalie's like, what's wrong with that? And the hot dogs are like, these hot dogs are like a fine wine. They got to simmer. <laughs> so gross oh my gosh it was so gross but i liked it i thought it was a funny i thought it was a funny scene okay i'll agree with that i liked it i just liked the cleverness of all the different ways that they made it just like you it's don't want to see how the sausage gets made and i love also that we ate a hot dog <laughs> it's funny it's gross but funny <laughs> okay um the last letters that trudy saw oh That was super sad. You liked that? It was a very touching moment. I enjoyed it very much. (laughs) That was sad. I mean, I guess I I guess I could see how you like the inside of it, but that was like super sad. It's like which I don't even know if I wrote a plot hole. I have I have a plot hole about that, but um, oh my gosh, monk flirting. Did you write monk flirting? Oh, with 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 the stupid lady. Yes. With Maria. Oh, I did not write so that. So I'm trying to think. I didn't I didn't go back and watch it. I was dying laughing, though. So he was like, he realizes that he can get a vote by proxy from Eileen Hill's assistant. Mm-hmm. The adult lady, she is filling in for that assistant, yeah. right? So he realizes, okay, this assistant is never coming back. So now I got to figure out how to get this adult to do the vote for me. Yeah. So he's like, idea moment. And then he has the flowers in his hand. And then he does the, I called it the Hal kick. You know, Hal Duncan from the the yeah. theater where he's like, hey, cuz, did you miss me? And then he shuts the door behind him with his foot. That's what Monk does. He shuts the door behind him with his foot and he like misses. And then he like does it again until it closes. And then he has the, the flowers in his hand and he's like, Maria. And he like walks up to her and then he shoves all the stuff off the desk, like to the side. And then it's it's really funny. Are you looking it up or she was gross? Okay, neither of us remember the flirt scene, so we're gonna pull it up. <laughs> it's Maria, isn't it? <laughs> Why were you asking about Janet? I I just want to make sure she wasn't here, so I didn't want her to get jealous. <laughs> He's awake. Are you interested? In politics. <laughs> he no. keeps winking over and over. I like the way you think. <laughs> so cringy. Are you, um, are you uh, busy for lunch? Or are you modeling for a job? Or... <laughs> I'm married. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Strictly business. That is really good. That's, again, another really long scene with this dumb, dumb lady. It's a slow burn. It is a yes. very slow burn. It's funny. Okay, how many more likes do you have? I have one more. Okay. I can dig up one more after that. Okay. Do you have Randy at the pier? No. Okay. So, the poor German couple is dead <laughs> on the ground at the pier. And Randy walks up and he's like, oh yeah, I just talked to the hotel manager. Uh, he said they checked in last night. They were a, a pretty quiet couple. And Stottlemyre says, they seem pretty quiet to me. Oh my God. And then Randy's like, well, no, they weren't this quiet. I mean, like, <laughs> before tonight, they were just like a regular quiet couple. And Solomar's like, Randy, I was trying to be wry. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Do you, do you want me to say it again? <laughs> again, where you have this moment where he's just acting like we're all in this play. <laughs> like, oh, do you want me to, like, redo it? Do you want me to say it again? It is so funny. He's like, well, I mean, they weren't this quiet. <laughs> 
Jeez. What it's like is <clears throat> the other apartment, the love nest. Oh, the so love funny. nest. Oh my gosh. I didn't even get it. I rewatched a little bit of it today and he was like, there's a cheerleading outfit and a something <laughs> yeah. outfit. And he's like, wait a minute. I don't think this is a regular apartment. That is like, so- you think? <laughs> I felt like such a Mr. Monk right there, though. I was like, I didn't catch it either. <laughs> you think? I was like, oh, yeah, I felt dumb. Uh, never, ever, 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 ever look at that drawer. Ever, 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 <laughs> ever, ever, ever. What if there's a clue? What if it could solve the case? I don't care. You don't open the drawer. Okay, I won't. Jeez, God. Okay, my last one is, it's a doozy. Harold's Sacred Prayer. It's like, he's like, all right, let's begin the city council meeting with a prayer. Dear God, please let them catch this crazed killer that's on the loose. Or if they don't catch him, let us pray that Eileen's murder was the work of a random nut job and not some kind of masked vigilante who for some reason has a personal vendetta against the city council and is determined to slaughter (laughs) us, picking us off when we least expect it, using a different yet somehow appropriate method for each of his grisly killings. Amen. Oh my gosh, that is too much. <laughs> oh man, that was amazing. And it was even longer than that. I kind of sped up the tempo a little bit. But he was like, oh man. <laughs> it was so funny. It was, it, was, it was good. Do you have another one? I am done. I'm done too. Oh, you, don't, you are? Oh, okay. What did you dislike about this episode? Okay, Natalie, so rude at the beginning when Monk does a really good job of saving the parking garage and Eileen Hill is like, we'll take a revote. He's like, yes, Natalie, we did it. And she's like, yeah, you just stopped a park being built to save a parking garage. Awesome. Like, well, yeah, it's important to him. Like, yeah. I did not like that little snide comment at all. I agree. It was just rude because she knows how much it means to him. Yeah. That was messed up. That was a messed up thing. And then at the end, she wasn't proud of him for winning the vote either. Mm-hmm. When he actually like won the vote, she wasn't proud of him at all. He was super happy, and she was just like, "Yay!" Like she, yeah. Natalie is her character. Just like she's supposed to be the voice of reason, right? But sometimes she isn't. So it just makes her character like pretty inconsistent. Yes, that's a very good point. I think. She's supposed to be like what makes sense, but you also have to realize that the audience is rooting for Monk. Yeah. So, like you said, uh, like inconsistent in the sense of like Natalie's supposed to be a kind, caring person who's more gentle with Mr. Monk. Yeah. Yet when she makes comments like that, it they're not helpful comments. Mm-hmm. They sound like rude comments. Like yeah, because she's on his side and then she's not, and then she is, and it's like your whole it's a two way street, Mr. Monk. Oh, that time been pretty good. Yeah. It's a two-way street, Mr. Monk, and then it isn't for some reason. And yeah. then it is. And then it isn't. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So, in your likes, you put the hot dogs are. Yeah. And I put that in my dislikes. Okay. Because it was disgusting and gross, and we just ate a hot dog, and I don't want to think about it. Well, my next one was actually part of the hot dog scene, which was Randy. They were implying that he was eating... A hot dog made out of the councilwoman. Oh. Remember? Oh my. Yeah. Because the hot dogs are is like, well, if I did kill her, you'd never be able to find her body. or so. And it was like pretty <laughs> much what he said. I'm saying it loosely, but that's pretty much what he said. Like and they're like, what he said. oh God. And then Randy's like, what are you thinking about by that? <laughs> like, Randy, think about it. And then like spell it out for him. Like they should have just like ended the scene there. And they just like kept going. Yeah. And he's like. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And there's like a, implying he's eating a hot dog made out of a person. Yeah. I was like, that's disgusting. I yeah. wrote that on the dislikes immediately. I that was gross. Okay, this was, I think I might have this maybe in a plot holy part two, but Monk could have just told Harold who his doctor was and he could have gotten another vote. 
Like, I didn't like that. Like, Monk was literally, like, this meant so much to him that he was, like, willing to hunt this woman down and find her to convince her to change the vote when all he could have done is, like, tell Harold, oh, his name's the doctor. Wait. Wait. Vote. And then I will tell you mm-hmm. who it is. Uh-huh. Is that, like, extortion or something? <laughs> yeah, something like I, that, that sounds illegal now that I'm saying it yeah. out loud. Yes. Yeah. Ve- okay. Yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> okay, next dislike. <laughs> okay, my next dislike is... How did I not notice the fact the assistant, the stupid one, being pregnant is not super weird? When do you ever see pregnant people on TV? Like, because you notice it and you're like, Oh, you know oh, what? that's odd. But you're not like thinking about it no there was a pregnant thing and you can remind me if i'm wrong that this didn't have anything to do with the plot was that in mr monk goes to the bank remember the lady is pregnant in the bank and stottlemyre is like interviewing her remember after the bank robbery or whatever he's interviewing her and he's like oh have you picked out a name and she's like no not yet what's your name oh it's like the joke leland but do you think that was for the joke or you think she was just pregnant just to like add diversity to the all the bank employees, like one of the I'd one of them was pregnant. Was just pregnant. But right, like that that was a time where the there was somebody pregnant that it didn't necessarily have anything to do with the plot. They made a joke out of it, but it didn't have anything yeah. to do with the plot. So I don't think that it's I don't think that it's bad that you didn't think the pregnant lady like had yeah. something to do with it being her her being pregnant. I don't think that was a bad thing. But I also put as a dislike as funny as it was, it was very very funny. But Monk just completely ripping in to Maria when he... Oh my god, that was a dislike? Yeah, because he... Well, just because he manipulated her into getting a vote. And she was like on his side. She read the journal. She raised her hand. Like, she was an idiot. But he manipulated her into like... She, he took her to lunch, got her a hot dog. She told him about the secret apartment. She like helped him find Eileen. Helped him get the clues, helped him get the vote, and then at the end, he just rips into her. Again, it was really funny. He's like, Eileen Hill was educated, sophisticated. She was an adult. This woman is adult. Adult? Adult. Adult? Adult. <laughs> and so, like, again, it was super funny, and Natalie's like, Mr. Monk, she's standing right there. She's she's right there. He's like, what? She knows she's an idiot. Have you ever had trying to have a conversation with her? It is excruciating. Like, oh he said gosh. really mean stuff to her. And again, it was really funny. But he also, like, she wasn't only stupid and rude. She also did help him. Yeah. And so I thought, like, she should have been off the hook for that. But he, he could have, like, said that, like, behind her back. And it would have been funny. Yeah. Like, it, it would have it would have been funnier, but, I think. But then we wouldn't have that classic resolution at the end. Where Monk doesn't get his way. Where Monk doesn't get his way. And... I mean, I was talking about in a good way. I wasn't trying to roast anything. Yeah. But you're right. Monk doesn't get his way. But also, the Trudy Memorial Park. Oh. Okay, what's your other dislike? <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> I think we've been, we're... This is our opposites. I think last week we had everything... The exact same, same likes, yeah. and now we have opposites. I like this. I didn't like this. I like this. I don't like this. So, we see the German tourists are dead in the pier, and I already told you about this earlier, but it reminded me of how San Francisco... It's really nice, and we never get to see it, mm-hmm. and it makes me sad. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, and I was thinking of, there is an episode, Mr. Monk and the Birds and the Bees, remember where the boyfriend jumps into the water? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, off the pier? Yeah. And then there's also Mr. Monk and the Fashion Show, where they're by the beach. Remember, they go and to the beach, the photos. and then... then they do the pose. And they're like, I, this is how I stand. This is how I dress. This is how I stand. This is how I dress. <laughs> so there, is a, there are a few times where we get to see the water that, I, I mean, I could be totally wrong because I don't know anything about California, really. But I feel like LA is pretty landlocked. So they had to have gone, like, to, to a pier, you know? Like, they go to piers. I just wonder where they go. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, San Francisco, oh my gosh, beautiful. I just wish... I know it's way more probably expensive to do it actually in San Francisco, but I just think it's kind of sad because it's a great place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have two more and my second to last one is why I pushed you along because I put stupid park. What the heck? (gasps) 
Those kids aren't going to appreciate a stupid park. Monk actually appreciates the parking garage. And the adults need the parking garage to park their car. Who cares about the kids? They go to any old park, okay? They can find another park. I'm sorry, I said it. Controversial statement. Kids and parks, who cares? Not this kid. Noah is a kid, so he's like dying inside. He wants a park for himself. Like, they couldn't have picked another parking garage where someone didn't die and there wasn't an open murder investigation. For it real. Was, like, there was no other parking garage that was, didn't have a murder. I was just thinking about it, and I I get where you're coming from, except I don't, and you're stupid, and, you know, you shouldn't get a voice on this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, just cut mm-hmm, this part mm-hmm. out. Okay. <laughs> My last one is... This this is a soapboxy one. It's tiny. Don't worry. It's tiny soapbox. Girls lying about being pregnant. What the heck, people? Okay. Is that a soapbox? The extreme is you dying. Because, obviously, that's what happened to Eileen Hill. She lied to her boyfriend about being pregnant. And he was like, oh, crap. I have a wife. And so he killed her. So And she wasn't even pregnant. So... Like, don't lie about being pregnant. That's rude. Okay, you yeah, can't what was trap the plan people there? into being in a relationship by lying and saying that they're pregnant. People do that. I know they do that. They literally lie to trap someone <laughs> in a relationship. And then they're like, oh, well, now I can just, all I have to do is get pregnant. <laughs> and they'll never know. Is that not, isn't that messed up? That's literally what she was planning yeah, on I was doing. thinking like, what the frick is the plan though? Yeah, because you're not going to have a baby. There's people that literally do that, and then like the baby never shows up. I watch, I watched a murder show a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about that, like like the couple. They were like, "Well, we ended up getting married because she said she was pregnant, and then the baby never came." Well, it turned out she was like a psychopath, and she ended up like murdering him. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah. What is wrong with people? I turned into another soapbox. I don't murder that soapbox, but. Don't lie about being pregnant. That just kind of shows you're a little that sketch of a person. Up. Okay, let's just move on to our next segment. Okay. Oh my god. Wait, no, I have one more. What the heck? Why don't you stop me from talking? I have two more, actually. <laughs> this is derailed. Go ahead. Okay. I hated the dude who married the billionaire wife. That's a messed up thing to do. This is my soapbox time. Uh, gold digging. Wait, explain. I I, 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 I don't remember. The guy, remember... Uh, I think he was talking about his car or something, but he was like, he mentioned that he married a billionaire's daughter, and that's why he's oh, rich. Oh, the journalist. The journalist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. And he's like, they were like, how'd you get all this money or something? I forget what, how it came up. But he was like, I married a billionaire's daughter, and I was like, that's super messed up. That was my soapbox. That's how you do a soapbox. You don't drag it on. Do you know what a soapbox is? That's literally what the soapbox is. But it was a is. mini soapbox. He said it was a mini soapbox, so I don't lie to everyone. All right, soapbox number two. Lying about being on a soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> soapbox number For a short three. amount of time. Lying about being on a soapbox won't be on a... <laughs> okay, all right, next segment. No. Son of a... <laughs> I have another one, Candace. Son of a S-O-B. What is it? Son of a S-O... You know what? B. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if season eight does not start with Monk in the Trudy Park... I'm gonna be mad. What? Why? That's so random. If they don't, if they don't make any callbacks to it, then I'll be mad. What do you? What do you need a callback for? You want a murder to happen in the Trudy Monk Park too? No, I'm just like him, like on a bench, and he's retired. This is my perfect oh. ideal thing for season eight. Oh. He's retired, but they need him back on the squad. Dun 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 That's the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Wait. Sound like Dun-na-na, Mario Brothers. <laughs> It's jungle up, and it's a whole new, different revamp thing. It's just Monk, except he's old. Eh? Wait, this is for like a reboot, or this is for season eight? This is for season eight, but that could also work for as a reboot. But it starts off as him enjoying the Trudy Monk part. I just think it needs to be included. Hmm. This is a soapbox now. <laughs> and you said it was gonna be short. Soapception. We're <laughs> inside multiple soapboxes. What's happening? Oh my gosh. Okay. This entire podcast is just the soapbox. What was in those hot dogs? <laughs> okay, now are we done? <laughs> yes, kids. Okay. Now we're done. Okay. He's, He's the, the guy. guy. 
Candace, I have someone. You do? Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> oh, wait. Actually, I know who you have. So let me go because I have three. Okay. Real quick. John Polito. He played the hot dog czar. He was in My Wife and Kids, Gilmore Girls, The Drew Carey Show. I recognize him, though, from Medium. He plays, you know, Medium is where she sees dead people. I remember, I recognized him oh. immediately. I was like, he was one of the dead people on Medium. Because he, <gasps> like, because cool. the Medium dreams about dead people. And then she helps solve, solve crimes. That's cool. And she's also based on a real life person. Like, there's a, her name's Allison Dubois. And she actually, there's a real life person named Allison Dubois who lives, like, in Arizona. It's, like, the same. What it's it's pretty crap? interesting, yeah. Like, she works with the police and stuff. So, anyway. That's it's, cool. Yeah, That's it's pretty really cool. cool. Okay, so at the beginning of the episode, this guy doesn't realize that he's dead. Because she's dreaming about him and he's talking to another dead guy. And he's, like, running around saying, like, my wife tried to kill me. My wife tried to kill me. I said she was ugly and she started to hit me on the head with a frying pan. And then... Uh, next thing I know, I'm up here, like, running around, and the guy's like, oh, so that's why you can see me. She she killed you. You're actually dead. I'm dead, too. And he's like, what the heck? And so they, like, help each other throughout the episode. Like, realize they're dead. And then Allison is solving their murders. Like, both of their murders, so. I recognized him from Medium. And How does then... she have to solve it if they could just be like, yo, she killed us? Yeah, it's 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 kind of complicated, but I get what you're saying. Like it's like mm-hmm. because the dreams the dreams are very like literal to her, and so she'll make like accusations like he said that she did it or something, and then it's like no, the it was like a metaphor type t- thing. It's a it gets kind of complicated. I mean, it's a really good show. It's not that complicated when you're watching. It's more complicated to explain. Like her dreams seem very literal. So like it'll be like be there at ten o'clock and watch, and she's like nothing happened. Well, 10 o'clock was a metaphor. 10 actually meant this. So it, not everything is like exactly as she sees it. It's not that simple. So she doesn't just magically like have all the answers. It's dead people are trying to talk to her through, you know, signals and signs and stuff. So, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just like, this doesn't make any sense. Why don't the dead people just tell her exactly what happened? But yeah. it, it doesn't really work that way. Apparently. That's so, so weird. Yeah. So my next person is... E.J. Callahan, and he played Al, the hot dog guy who's like, she wants us to use lids and gloves, <laughs> the old guy. He's from an episode of The Grinder, New Girl, Middle, Gilmore Girls, Good Luck Charlie, Whoa. Phil of the Future, Malcolm in the Middle, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Drew Carey, and Friends. He's on the one where Estelle dies, and he's on another one. It is the one with the ballroom dancing, which we talked about a few weeks ago, where Mr. Traeger, remember... He's the trash man in Mr. Monk on Wheels. Uh-huh. That's the episode where Joey he, uh, Joey teaches him how to ballroom dance. And so it's called The One with the Ballroom Dancing. So that's the episode that he's on, but also that E.J. Callahan is on too. I thought that was a weird coincidence. So. It is. Weird. <laughs> All right, who's the person you have? I have, drumroll please, Callie Rocher. I don't know how to say her name, but okay. that's, that's my guess. Rocher. Callie Rocher. Okay. I recognized her from Live and Maddie, and then I was like, wait a minute, the mom from Live and Maddie, because she's the mom from Live and Maddie. I was like, wait a minute, the mom from Live and Maddie is in Maine with the Plan, and me and Candace watched that together. So I didn't actually recognize her from Maine with the Plan. I was like, she's in this. <gasps> she's in that. Yeah, and I was sitting here watching it, just minding my own beeswax, mm-hmm. and Noah's like, do you recognize her? And I'm like, uh, I don't <laughs> think so. And you're like, she's from Maine with the Plan. And I was like, who? Who the heck is she in the man with the plan? And you're like, oh, she's Kevin Nealon's wife. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Nealon, of course, who's been on Monk 2, on Mr. Monk Goes to the Asylum. Oh, yeah! Yeah. So her husband's been on here, too. Weird, oh, right? Oh, my God. Yep. Full circle moments. Okay, are you ready for another full circle moment? Okay, this one's weird. Okay, I hope you think this is as weird as... You're probably not going to think it's as weird as I do, or cool or anything, but so just play along like you'd think it is, Okay. All right, so Tamlin Tomita, okay? Okay. She plays the councilwoman. And I was like, I feel like I recognize her. So I looked her up, okay? She was in five episodes of 24, which we've discussed. She's in Cobra Kai. Have you seen Cobra Kai? Yes. Okay. What is she in? Like, how? She's in four episodes of Cobra Kai. She plays Kamiko. Probably season four or season three. I don't know. I stopped watching the season two. Oh, okay. Um, so she's in that. So maybe people recognize her from that. How to Get Away with Murder, Glee, and then get this. Okay. Wait for this. Okay. 
Remember, yep. la- last week we had Steve Valentine, who plays the magician. Yes, I do remember that. Okay, and I told the story how I recognized him from Will and Grace. It's a silly little episode where Will and they have... The new, the young friends. They're friends, right? Okay, and he's like, wait, why can't you get the cab? Because your girl's going to the bathroom. And he's like, come on, man, I gotta go with her. And I was like, I just remember that joke. It's funny. Okay, his girlfriend is her. Is, her. is that not super weird? That is really weird. Like, yeah. I know that it's like not... If you don't watch Will and Grace or you don't care about it, it's like kind of like, oh, sure, whatever. But it's like literally last week I was talking about this very specific episode. I almost debated not even telling that story because it was such a small part. But I always thought it was funny. And then (laughs) I looked it up and she was on the same episode. And I was like, she's on the same episode. And then I realized it's her. They're boyfriend and girlfriend in that episode. That whole story that I told, that's her. Isn't that super no weird? Way. That is so funny. That's so random. So random. Like that I don't is know. such a full circle moment. I'm that so is, proud of that. Yeah. That was good. Crazy weird. Okay. All right. I'm I'm glad that I don't know if you're acting, but we'll no, just act that like was that was cool. good. Okay, okay, cool. All right. Junk time. Welcome back to my very new Nudge where we eat junk and I eat junk. And questions. <laughs> I eat questions. Okay, so we demolished our hot dogs. <laughs> or remember, our hot dog. Remember whenever we were like, and uh, the junk we have today is this. Well, we stopped recording and absolutely devoured it. <laughs> it was, it, well, I say it was good. It was okay. I could have used more chili and cheese, personally. But you also got the good side. I did get this good side. <laughs> and I was like, I agree. He got more I, than I did. I, this is the first time we haven't actually eaten anything for junk time. Yeah. Well, I'm We're going to break the full. streak. I'm so full from hot dogs. Here. We'll eat a little bit of napkin. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're like hitting all my questions. Okay. For one, do you like hot dogs? Okay. I just licked a little bit of... It was gross. A little bit of chili. Uh-oh. Okay. Do you like hot dogs? I do. Who doesn't? Okay. There are people that don't. There are literally people who, like, uh, the epitome of what that episode was about hot dogs, that's how they feel about hot dogs. Like, they're like, hot dogs are disgusting. You don't want to know. You don't know what's in there. And I'm like, it's some type of animal, right? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm down then. Okay. Uh, Like, oh, you said vegans, too. There's veggie dogs. Nope. Never had it. Okay. So, apparently, last week, again, another little coincidence, but last week... My dad was telling a story about how he apparently went to the refrigerator and he ate some hot dogs that were in the fridge. And then so he calls your mom and he's like, don't, he's like, oh my gosh, throw away these hot dogs. They're so bad. Like they're rotten. They're disgusting. Like don't feed the kids these hot dogs. Oh, and she's like, those were veggie dogs. Those were mine. Those were your veggie those dogs? I'm embarrassed to say I don't. What happened? Them. Tell the tell the people. I wanted to taste them. <laughs> Ew, what? I got them from the store, and I was like, "Well, I mean, they're passing them off as hot dogs. They were. I could see why he thought they were bad, but they were. If you know, if you knew, they were veggies. They weren't bad. Oh, okay. But if you didn't, you'd be like, "What's these hot dogs are off? These hot dogs are disgusting. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they Not weren't disgusting. actually disgusting. They weren't that bad." Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Were you going for like an impossible whopper type feel? Yeah, I because you like so funny. I had an impossible whopper yesterday night. Golly, I'm such a I'm such a vegan. I can't believe I said I hate vegans. (laughs) I'm so afraid. And then I'm like calling you out for your own veggie dogs. (laughs) Okay, Um, how do you like your hot dog? I just like ketchup and mustard. I tried to ask for sauerkraut because she ate sauerkraut on the show. Yeah. But I don't. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's like I think it's soured cabbage. I was surprised when you asked for sauerkraut. I was like, Ew. they don't have that at Sonic. <laughs> this isn't like New York. I like. I personally also like a bunch of ketchup and one strip of mustard. But if everyone's having chili dogs, I'll feel they're left good, out. If I don't, good. if I don't eat the chili dogs, I'll feel left out. But I like the taste of the ketchup and mustard better. So what I actually do is. I'll get like one hot dog with chili and cheese and the other one 
like ketchup and mustard. And then if I'm like full, I can't eat two full more hot dogs. I get a third hot dog and then do literally half on one side and half on the other. It's very glorious. I love it. That was weird. That was a very weird explanation. Well, I, that's, it's, that's usually, cause I can usually eat three hot dogs. Four is a lot. So I just had to explain to the people. Just ask me the New York question. Okay. Well, I was going to, I was just going to ask you in general, like, have you eaten a New York hot dog? Like gone to New York? Yes. And also, and also, and also I was asking because like there's certain places like up North and stuff or like Chicago. Oh, Chicago. That if you ask for ketchup on your hot dog, they're like, what? Like they don't, they don't eat them. You know how you, you go to Sonic and they have like a Chicago dog or they have like a New York, whatever. It's because (laughs) it's different stuff. They have random stuff on theirs because we don't eat hot dogs like that. So that's what like cherries, <laughs> cherries, like maraschino cherries. Yes. I don't think so. No, but yeah. So that's where, that's where kind of my question was coming from. Like, how do you eat your hot dog? Because like when you go to places like New York or Chicago, they eat them differently. So do you remember eating your hot dog in New York? No, you don't. I don't. But I would like to say anyone who doesn't like basic condiments like ketchup, mustard, mayo, etc. I don't like you. If someone's I like, don't trust those people. I don't like mustard. It's just so gross. Same with mayo. Okay, <sighs> I used to not like mayo. Calm down. No, 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 no. no. I do feel that you way about people that don't like mustard. Well, I get. I don't trust that. You said that. You just can't. Like not like mustard. Yeah. Well, ketchup is my thing. I'm obsessed with ketchup, honey mustard, and ketchup. So if you don't like ketchup, to me that's super weird. If you don't like ketchup. Really? Yeah. That's true. That's, that's true. That's a weird thing not to like. Which is so weird because like I said, when you go like up north, apparently they don't eat ketchup on their hot dogs. That's so weird. Yeah. So I've eaten a hot dog in Central Park because that was like my goal. I'm like, I need to walk around Central Park. I need to find a hot dog vendor and eat a hot dog. So that was fun. And then also I went to Wrigley Stadium in Chicago where the Cubs play. Oh, yeah. I and, went there. And got a hot dog there, too. Okay, let's see. What else? Oh, because you were talking about eating the napkin. What is the grossest thing you've ever eaten? I don't think I've asked this question before. Mm, you probably have. I get confused because I've told this story a lot because it is absolutely the grossest thing I have ever eaten. What is it? I, I went to this restaurant in Beverly Hills, and they had this, like, super fancy chef, Jose Andreas. Sorry if you're listening. There's this nasty thing in, in like, a, a little soup spoon. Oh, I'll talk to Jose. <laughs> and it was in a soup spoon, like, one of those Asian soup spoons, like, the big ones. It was ones. Just olive oil. Yes. I remember that. It was olive oil, and there was... It was a, oh, my God. Why did I... I, was just, I wasn't even thinking. I was like, it was olive oil. Could, maybe because I, I told... It. I maybe yeah. have told it. It was olive oil, and then there was an olive inside the olive oil, and then the olive was filled with more olive oil, and so you were supposed to drink it, or like put it in your mouth all at one time, and then you bite down on the olive, and then the olive oil shoots out of your mouth. So it tastes disgusting when you put it in, then you bite down, and then it gushes out disgusting. And you're like, I drank an entire glass of water after I ate that, because it was so terrible. I could not believe how bad it tasted and how much they were probably charging for that. It was very bad. I feel like just like eating things like off the floor in general. Like if I just drop like ramen, I'll just eat it off the floor. Okay, (laughs) I also put, you are literally touching every single (laughs) question. I also put, how far will you go? Your drop roll. Like, oh, five second roll. Is it like. It depends. Oh, 10 minute roll. Like drop that on the ground. Or like, what if you see a hair in your food? I just take it out. I, don't, I eat it. Even if it's at get, a restaurant. I don't get the big deal. Even if it's at a restaurant. I go, this is gross, and then I eat it. <laughs> you are my brother. <laughs> if there was ever any question. What about a bug? Ew. I found bugs. No, that's true. I'll eat it. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm hungry. Oh, wait, I did that before. Yeah, I ate it. It's the circumstances, kid. If I'm, like, in class... I'm just chilling and I find like an Oreo on the floor. I'm not gonna eat it. But if it's lunchtime, I'm getting hungry, I have my Oreo, I drop it, I'm eating that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I pretty much eat anything that I personally dropped on the floor. Or if someone else drops something really good on the floor and they're like, oh, man. Ugh. And I'm like, I'll eat it. are you not going to eat that? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, I hate then I will. <laughs> like, if you're not going to eat yes. it, I'm going to eat it. Are you yeah. crazy? Like, like you dropped a piece of cheesecake on the floor. I'm going to eat the top off of it. What's wrong with that? Oh, yesterday on the bus to the to the place I was at because uh-huh. we were on a field trip. And uh, I had a gummy bear stuck to the bottom of my shoe. And I was like, what is that? Oh. And then I was like, 20 bucks? Someone was like, 20 bucks. And then I almost put it in my mouth. And they were like, I was joking. What the frick is wrong with you? I was like, well, you said 20 bucks. Yeah, what the heck? You can't say, oh, I take it back. Like, I already put it in my mouth. You will give me 20 bucks. Even though it was good. And I wouldn't do it again for no money. You still owe me 20 bucks. That is ridiculous. Okay, my last thing is, like, super, super random. Like, very random. I was watching the story I've about... ever been pregnant. A lady... <laughs> I know, right? How many children do you have? <laughs> okay, no, seriously. There was a woman who was a surrogate mother, right? You know what a surrogate is? Yes. Like, for a surrogate yes. for someone. Okay. She was a surrogate mother. The lady, the, the surrogate, she has twins. And she has the twins for the couple. She gives them to the couple. And then, apparently, the couple was, like... There were different ethnicities than her. But one of the kids was one ethnicity and one of the kids was a different ethnicity. And so they were like, wait a second. I don't like, how could this one be our kid? And so apparently there's this crazy phenomenon that happens like every once, you know, one of every like billion pregnancies. That's exaggeratory. But like you literally can't get pregnant from like at while you're pregnant, like the lady got pregnant with with their like egg embryo whatever and then also got pregnant by herself at the same time with her husband and so they had two different she had two different babies from two sets of parents at the same time and was growing them at the same time and oh my god that is disgusting is is that not the craziest thing well i don't know about disgusting but is that not probably not disgusting but but is that not crazy but imagine being like oh my god Oh my god, that's so weird. Well, what's what's crazy is they were saying like I guess the couple who had like the children were quote theirs because they had given yeah. them the children. They were fighting for I, to have both of the kids. I would not have. Yeah, that's and the couple sweet. who had like because the the couple who the surrogate couple I guess I should say like yeah. you know uh, the surrogate mom they already had children. And was like, the mom just did it because she's like, oh, I already have children. I know what a blessing it is. And was like doing it out of the kindness of her heart. She has twins, gives them away. And then they're like, wait, one of those kids was ours. And so they fought and got the kid back. They got it back? They got the kid. Yeah, they got the kid back. But it was like, wait. And I I could be, I I don't want to like throw those people under the bus. They could have been not fighting for it. But they made it seem like they went to court to get the kid back. Aww. I was thinking like, uh, everybody was thinking like, what? Why wouldn't you just give their kid back? But I yeah. guess it was like, also, that'd be really hard. Like, you thought that you had twins. Your children are a month or two old and they're growing up together. And you're like, there's a part of your family. And they're like, oh, wait, never mind. You're not ours. That sucks. Isn't that cr- That's crazy, too. Like, that'd yeah. be really hard, too. But logic would tell you, like, but also it's not my child. So I, it's not mine. I don't know. That's rough, but isn't that not the craziest story? That's crazy. That has nothing. Was that the entire? That was the story I saw, and I was like, oh, "I have to share this," but I don't know what context I can share this in. So the girl was pregnant, and so it related, you know. She could have been be carrying the longest something. episode we've ever done, ever. <laughs> so yeah, that was super crazy, and drug time is now over. Plot holes. Plus. All right. <laughs> Plus. I had to cut that off. <laughs> All right. Monk, there's no way Monk... You remember he throws the key down the grate at the very beginning? Yeah. How, there's no way he did that. Like, I... there's he tossed it and it was, like, perfectly in the hole. It was very far away and he threw the key and made it in. That was just the very, like, first scene. So, if, I, knew you, I knew you would, I knew you would have it. One. Monk's name is very good. The plot hole... I, I, I kind of halfway did that plot hole. The plot hole is... He's like, oh yeah, you. how are you going to unlock me? I have the key and he threw it in the grate. He was extremely lucky that he made it into the grate because if he hadn't, the guy would have just walked over there and grabbed the key. 
and then what monk was gonna fight him off like that didn't make any sense his, his, he was very lucky was good, to make that work but the thing the the actual plot hole is why the frick would he want to be in there why would why would he be okay monk? with tying himself up in chains how what how is that a good plot hole because he's claustrophobic and stuff that's a crazy oh, yeah. plot hole Okay, I get it. That's good. Thank you. That's true. Because he threw away the key. Mm-hmm. Too. It's true. Okay. You got me. Go ahead. <sighs> okay. Um, My first plot hole is Natalie and Monk and Harold are talking, and we talked about this already, and he's like, Dr. Door, and then Harold says, oh, if you're sitting over there by the alarm, you would say Dr. Bell, and then Natalie does a spit take, right? Mm-hmm. So... Basically, at the end of the episode, he asks Natalie, what did you say the therapist's name was? And she says, Dr. Bell. Mm-hmm. So then why wouldn't he take it as a joke? Like, oh, it's because, like, like, as if she said Dr. Door. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Because if she said Dr. Bell, why would he? Why would he yeah, be like... because he goes, thank you. Like, because she says Dr. Bell. And he's like, thanks. And she's like, oh, dang it. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, Natalie said Dr. Bell, and then for some reason, he took her seriously. After like, she was wasn't making joking. a joke. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay. Thank you. I put another reference to Monk being buried alive. They just made this reference, too. Yeah, he I made, remember that. Remember in uh, the Abracadorfman one? Mm-hmm. Right? Wasn't that the magician one? And he was like, uh... He said I was buried alive. alive before in a box. I don't want to get in the box. That was the last episode. Yeah. And then in this episode, they made a reference to him being buried alive again. When? I don't remember, but I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you people. I He did not write it down, but he, he said it even more explicitly. I was buried alive before and... Huh. I don't even remember what, what context it would come up in, but anyway. Um, and then also... This is not a, this is kind of not a plot hole. It's more of like an explanation. So remember how last time in the playoff episode, you said, well, I didn't like that, you know, Monk didn't let Stottlemyre get to the game. Like that sucked. But he also had like a higher calling. Like his duty was to solve the murder. So like as much as it was annoying, he didn't let Stottlemyre go. He was being like, for the greater good, he was solving that case. Like, he could you know what I mean? Like, the murder, he couldn't go inside because he had to solve this case. Now, on the other hand, he's here at the pier, and he didn't care about the German couple that was on the ground, dead. He just wanted to get to his meeting for City Hall. So I was thinking, like, man, that's pretty, like, double standard of him. Like, when something was important to Stottlemyre to get to the game, he wanted to solve the murder, but now there's a murder to be solved and something was important to him, so he left and went to the meeting. It was just... It's it's not, like, a great plot hole or anything. It's just I noticed that kind of inconsistency of, like, oh, so if it's important to Monk, he'll go. Yeah. But, but we know this about Monk. He's not very he, he's so, social. He's selfish. Yeah. He's a selfish guy and he doesn't really understand social things. Yeah. Yeah. So That's good, though. Okay. It's a good little thing to pick up on. I liked it. Okay. Um, you can go again, actually. Okay, how would Monk even allow himself, when he's flirting with Maria, he, like, pushes all the stuff off the desk? How I would he been al- He would not have allowed himself to push that stuff over. There's no way. He's if so he did, now. he would immediately have picked it all up. That would have been funny, actually. Do you remember the theater episode? Whenever the guy, the director, is like, okay, now you just throw over the table. And he just doesn't. And he's like, he's like- he can't pick up the table, and then he's like... I thought, I thought maybe my character could, you know, put away groceries, you know, like, roughly. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. (laughs) It's funny. So, that, I thought of that. Like, there's no way he would have just pushed that stuff over. No. But, (laughs) but you're right. That could be character evolving, like, he's being more playful now. But I still think, when I first saw it, I was like, whoa, no. He would not throw that stuff on the ground. There's no way. Yeah. Okay. My next plot hole is... The guy, what's his name? Uh, journalist. Paul Crawford. Paul Crawford murders Eileen Hill mm-hmm. in cold blood in front of a couple. Are you kidding me? You strangle a woman in cold blood and don't check if there's a, people taking pictures? Well, did he strangle her there or did he throw her body over there? 
I don't know if I he don't killed think it her matters. there. No, that's true. <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> we'll be throwing a body over is like, oh, it's not as loud as like somebody dying. But yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Still. And couldn't you just like throw in a dumpster or something? Well, yeah, but people find bodies in dumpsters. And people, in theory, if it washes away into the ocean, then you'll never see it again. But it's terrifying. I think that I think what happened was I think he killed her probably at their love nest, and then the nest. and then he <laughs> threw her out when he was going. The German couple probably came up behind him, and they were taking pictures because they were tourists. And so yeah. he was like, "Oh crap!" Turned around and killed him. I think that's probably what happened. My, I have a weak one too about him, and is that why would you kill her with your fancy tie and then and then not, leave it yeah. on her? This is a one of a kind tie. Well, I see, and that's that's why I think it's weak because it's not one of a kind, but it is that particular brand. It's a very premium brand. And why would you? Uh, it's like Gucci. It's like okay, only like twenty people could have Gucci in this town. So like. Yeah, yeah, and and then like again, you're you're always wearing that brand of tie. You're also literally tied like to the to this crime because the police already think that you're the last person that saw her alive. So you're gonna like leave. Her, you know what I mean? It wasn't a random killing. Everyone knows you're gonna be the last person to see her alive. Yeah, you go. So oh, we have leave the tie to her. We have six suspects. Okay. What tell you wearing? Yeah. What tell you wearing? What tell you wearing? Okay, that's the guy. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. He couldn't have literally just been like, untie it from her neck, throw it separately, throw her separately. Yeah. Okay, that it, might just be bad writing. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was thinking too, I was like, well, you also wouldn't want like her DNA on your tie if you took it home with you. But also, like, having your own tie and then just putting it in the washing machine or something. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get that. Uh, I have one more. Do you have any more? Nope. You're done? Okay. All right, my last thing is another, I feel like, it's a truly inconsistency. I don't know if people are following this one, but I feel like at separate times, Monk has said, like, oh, I wasn't with Trudy when she died. She suffered for, like, 20 minutes or something alone. And then she he also says it at a different part. Like, I held her hands when she was dying. And then another part where he says, like, the last thing she saw was the bee on the wall, which was in this episode. And there's another episode where they say she dies at the hospital. So I feel like there's just, like, a lot of inconsistencies. It's it's, it's a hard one to follow, but I have to jot down things. And I'm like, that doesn't really make any sense. Like, how did she die at the hospital? But also, that's the last thing that she saw. Like, she had to have closed her eyes there and then not opened them again. It's, you know what I mean? Like, things could, like, technically fit, but they're just, they're just weird things. Like I said, Monk says, like, she was alone, but then I was with her. I didn't make it, but then I was there. But then she saw this here, but then she died here. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe other people are following it. Maybe I'm the only one, but that is my final plot hole. That was good. That was a good one. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. Okay. Out of 10, what? <laughs> Out of 10, Eileen Hill hot dogs. <laughs> oh my gosh. I put, I put out of 10, meat dogs. Oh. <laughs> she did it. She did a, what's it called? Air quotes. Air quotes, yes. Okay, well, my actual one, actually, my the one I really liked was, I hope you remember it, but it's out of 10 votes for imagination. For the, for the parking garage? <laughs> yeah, correct, because he's like, kids love parking garages. They can, It's even better, because they have to use their imagination. <laughs> so let's vote for imagination. <laughs> so I put out 10 votes for imagination. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that one, I'm not going to lie. Good. Okay, so crazy moments. Here we go. He's scared of the hot dog, like the vendors and everything. Um, he chained himself up, for one. Also, whenever he's hanging up missing persons posters, and Natalie's like, uh, how many of these have you hung up? Because he's taking, like, forever. And he's mm-hmm. like, uh, out of a thousand, this is my first one. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Also, the monk flirt, 
we which we heard mm, and he yes. keeps winking like winking 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 <laughs> um and then of course you know he picks up the trinkets like after he pushes them off the desk like we were talking about oh he, like really? he, when he's picking them back up Aww. so he does pick them up he just doesn't do it like soon enough you know um it was his pleasure <laughs> whenever <laughs> he's talking to the hot dog guy it's like it's our pleasure with air quotes and he keeps like it was such a pleasure <laughs> he's like yeah i get it <laughs> Like he can't handle Maria oh, yeah. eating the hot dog. That was that's excruciating, not, that's too. That's not that crazy. That was, that was pretty gross. Um, kids love ramps. <laughs> <laughs> Parking garages have ramps. Kids love ramps. <laughs> that reminds me of the birds and the bees where he's what is, he says, like, kids respect janitors. Or <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to the janitor. No, the, is it a super or whatever? Who was it? Landlords. Oh, it yeah. Landlords. Kids respect landlords. <laughs> At the end, whenever he gets his vote, and, and like the one that he gets in his favor, he slides down the banister at the city hall. He's like, wee! And he slides <laughs> yeah. down the banister. And then, and then at the end, he's like, wee. he's like so happy. And he's like, all right, guys, I'm offering handshakes. No wipe. No wipe handshakes. <laughs> what? Is he crazy? All right, here we go. And he shakes the guy's hand and then Natalie gives him a wipe. <laughs> So wipe. <laughs> so good. Okay, out of ten, I'm not gonna say yours. <laughs> it's just bad. Said I lead a hot dog. Yeah. What'd you give him? Six out of ten. Okay. All right. Six point five. Oh oh okay. Oh, you're doing like a half a hot dog like me. I do like half just a half the hot dog. Okay, I can see that. Okay, out of ten votes for imagination, I gave him a five. Wow. Yeah. I thought the flirting was, was pretty kooky. That Aww. was pretty hilarious. And then he, that part, what does he say? Like, I was just waiting for her to be, to leave so you could be alone or something. I don't know. She said, it's too he funny. Said, he said, I, 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 I was, what, she was like, why did you ask if she was here? So she wouldn't get jealous. <laughs> yeah, so she wouldn't get jealous. <laughs> oh, kids love ramps. <laughs> okay. All right. Final segment. Rate this episode. Candace, what would you rate this episode? Okay, not the best season finale, but definitely not the worst. I agree. There was no big, like, two-part or cliffhanger, like, on the run. But it still had Trudy's storyline, which we rarely get, so kudos for that for sure. Agreed, agreed. I personally could have lived without the park. I don't mind having the parking garage there. But I feel like it was supposed to be... So that Monk is moving on slash has to move on. So I guess that's good for character development. I actually really love the complicated crime with the councilwoman and the pregnant P and the dolt and all of that. It was very intricate. I really liked that. This episode wasn't too shabby. I'm going to go with a 10.85. That's good. That's good. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. 9.5? Really? Why? Well, I figured you were going to rate it low. And it wasn't It oh. wasn't a... It, it didn't deserve a 9.5, but I figured you would rate it low. So what scales. do you really think it deserves? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're cracking me know. up right now. Maybe an 8.75 or something like that. <laughs> 8.75 to a 9. Well, I wasn't just going to... I don't even understand this logic. Wait, so you just think, okay, she's going to rate it low, so you just go higher? Like, I didn't think you would actually rate it like an 8.5. I thought you were going to rate it like a 7. Why? Why would you think I'd rate it a 7? What was bad about it? You're a rational human being. And this episode was trash. I rated it a 4 out of 10. (laughs) I'm so confused. So I I don't even know what to ask. Why? So you're rating it a 9.5, yet you think it deserves like an 8.75. So explain. Because that way it, er- it earns a 9. Because you, you rated it a what? 8.5? Yeah. So then it'll even out to a 9. God. <laughs> you just guessed I was going to rate it low. Your answers literally medium. make no sense. I'm a psychic medium. They call me Allison Dubois. <laughs> I'm a psychic medium. Sean. Spencer. Got psych. Shanka. <laughs> that's 
That's good product placement right there. <laughs> we remembered her handle. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I put in parentheses. I think I should have rated the magician a nine. It was a, it was a tad bit better than this. A tad. Oh, you think it was better than this? You think the magician was better than this? That. I'm gonna regret saying that. I'm gonna regret. Because you rated the magician low. Oh yeah. It was just. Okay, guys, this rating system is. I'm I'm glad that it's over. This season is officially over. What? What do you mean? The season is over. Okay, but the rating system isn't. No, I'm saying for this season because this has been so hard. To fit every single like next oh, episode into we're like starting we're, fresh. Yes, we're gonna we're about to start fresh. And they better be good episodes, because it's the end. So well, we're not quite there yet. We're gonna do our season seven wrap up next week, next which week. I love because next we get week. to go over our rankings and see how bad we messed this up. I agree. I think it is so much fun. Hopefully, you guys will join us next time, and. Uh, we also have some junk that I have been really excited to eat. <gasps> I forgot about, about that. Uh, yeah, we will see you guys next time. Let us know. Um, let's see. Well, we'll tell. Well, I guess we'll say that on our wrap up. But I was gonna say, let us know your your season rankings. We all we would we would love to hear your season rankings no matter what time. Yes, we we like comparing it. We like seeing how wrong we are yeah. or whatever. So, cause you know me and Noah disagree, but we don't. We don't really disagree that much. Like, to, you know what I mean? Like, usually we're on the same page at least. We can, like, like, convince each other a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, that's that's true, but also usually, like, rarely do we have, like, I rated this a four and you rated it an eight. Yeah. Like, it's rarely like that. They're pretty close. Actually, sometimes I do that. Well, sometimes you do that to tank it because yeah, you I know. manipulate the system. I do it. Which is why I'm saying. I'm so saying, proud of myself for manipulating the system so well. Which, that's why I'm glad that this this is over. That the season is over so that we can, we can start fresh. I can start fresh. fresh and manipulate some more. <laughs> Noah's ready to manipulate season this is, eight. This isn't even our countdown. This is my countdown. Noah thinks this is all about him. Even though I rate consistently. <laughs> so not fair. All right, guys, we'll see you next week for our season seven wrap up. We haven't done applause in a long time. That was good. I know. Thank you. That was not applause. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll see ya. Bye. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.